To make your rocket ship fly higher, pull back on the control lever in front of you. To descend, just push the control lever forward. Thank you. Pilots, prepare for liftoff. These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 105 for the week of April 26th, 2010. And welcome back. This is Adam. Here's Doug. Hey, everybody. Uh, contact information. Voicemail is 641-715-3900, extension 53056. You can also reach us uh, and follow us on Twitter. You can uh, follow along with us on Flickr and join our group and send in some pictures. Uh, you can also go to our website at theseamazingplaces.com, fill out some information in the contact page, uh, let us know what's going on with you. Uh, let's see, you can also contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. You know, I never throw in there either. You can also get a hold of us at Doug at or Adam at oh, theseamazingplaces.com. Well, I just figured so, they could email us. I know, but in case somebody would rather talk to you than talk to me or whatever, oh. who knows. <laughs> okay. You know, I guess that gives them three of them then that they can try to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, YouTube. Always videos up on YouTube. Go on there. Uh, check out what we've got. You can get to that link also through the website. Anything I discuss here, you can find through the contact page, through the photos page, through videos page. Uh, let's see here. You can also come and find us at themousemoment.com since this is these amazing places uh you can also don't forget about coming over and checking us out on the mouse moment if you're interested in just disney stuff at some point on this uh on these amazing places you're going to hear other shows come about also and uh so you may not always be interested in those or you might so i think that's uh you know what let me i'm just trying to remember this each week if you haven't subscribed to us or if you have uh Try to leave us a review on iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. That's it. Okay, so on this week's show, we're kind of uh, hodgepodging it here a little bit. We have some travel news and some different things to talk about. It is mostly Disney-related, um, but the majority of what we want to talk about is one of the attractions out of Disney World in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, and it's called the Astro Orbiter, and many of you are probably familiar with it. So stick with us, and we'll have some more fun. my travels I like to drive Headed toward the sunset in my ride Switch the speakers to stereo mode Traveling down the road Okay everybody, the travel segment. Alright, uh, I've got a little announcement here that Disney released and uh, this is for travel dates from March 14th to August 14th, 2010. If you have a, Diz- Diza? a Disney <laughs> Visa card or debit uh, card, which I've, I've never really seen, but I guess you could probably get those somehow. Uh, I'm just going to read straight from the Disney uh, uh, text here. When you purchase a Magic Your Way vacation package that includes your Disney resort room, Disney theme park tickets, and a Disney quick service dining plan for stays most nights between March 14, 2010 and August 14, 2010, a child three to nine can stay, get five day 
get a five-day theme park ticket or tickets and the Disney quick service plan dining plan for free so just remember that if you do book using that card uh, and you have a child around that age then um, they get to stay for free and they also put here there are a couple of requirements to receive this package here we go this is called the disclaimer yes child must stay in room with adult maximum of four guests per room one child free with cash paying adult so hey book it separate if you're a husband and wife and you have more than one child huh, there you go there we go uh stays must be a minimum of three nights but can be as long as 14 nights we can only dream right out yeah uh at least a one day basic park pass must be included in the package your tickets can be as long as 10 days. Quick service dining plan is included free, but you can upgrade to the Disney dining plan or deluxe dining Disney dining plan by paying the price difference. Uh, you must pay the $200 deposit, which you would usually pay, with your Disney Visa or debit card at the time of booking. So remember that. I'd say that's real important there. Otherwise, you'll find yourself stuck. Uh, the number of packages available at this rate is limited. Tickets are for one Disney theme park per day. That's a base ticket, and must be used within 14 days of the first use. Uh, you know what? That's too, a I'm normal thinking, disclaimer. Right now, if they you, always have. I that. wonder if you could make these. If you want, now, nah, okay. Yeah, it's it's. Mute. I was just gonna say mute, not mute. Uh, <laughs> I, I was can just mute gonna say why. Well, yeah, if you wanted to upgrade them to to where they're what is it? No expiration, but what would be the point? Yeah. So you're getting these for the, for, for free for the kids. Okay, the hopping or water park add-ons can be included in the package, but the add-ons for the kids are not free. This discount is available at all Disney resorts and is subject to availability. You must pay the $200 deposit at the time of booking, which I said before. For reservations traveling within 45 days of booking, the full amount of the trip will be due at the time of booking. That's pretty That's pretty standard. Yeah, a um, lot of that stuff there at the end was. Yeah. This. Okay, please note that this discount is not compatible combinable with any other discount if you're currently booked with a gift card or any other discount it is very unlikely that there will be a better deal for you unless you wait a little while and disney gets squeezed and they have to come up with even better deals as we get through the year uh anyway uh the only exception would be at the value resorts in some states at a moderate resort uh could be better definitely worth checking though uh, especially if, if you have two kids between three and nine, but I still say book the trips maybe separate. I don't know. I guess they can when still you, get you because of the, you the room. Yeah, you, you still got to pay for two rooms. When yep. you said that, I was thinking that would, yeah. wouldn't necessarily work. So Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's it. So just uh, keep that in mind. Still, it saves quite a bit of money. I mean, it's not a Yeah, even for the one ton, child. But yeah. I mean, you're looking at $35 a day. That's for adults. 35. That's for adults. Okay. Wow. I don't know the child costs. You're not saving anything. Forget it all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no. I think something. I don't know what it is. Maybe twenty bucks, something like yeah. that. Probably okay. because it's quick service. Okay, so it's cheaper. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's something to take advantage of if you're headed down there. And I believe the dates. Did you did it say any dates? I think it's for the summer. I yeah, looked it's that basically up before. Up to August tenth, March fourteenth to August tenth. Oh, okay. Of this year. All right. Cool deal. Do you have anything else about that? I nope. do not. That's okay. It. Well, that was a short travel segment. If you count just the one item. Um, there's only one other thing I wanted to say. Last week when I mentioned on uh, Easton Town Center that the Fossil Store was going to be going in, 
uh, right there where the old Planet Hollywood used to be. Uh, I was wrong. It's not the Fossil store. It's an Oakley sunglasses store. Oh, man. And then right okay. next to Oakley is a the Shoe Woo store that I was talking about. Um, the Fossil store is already there. My apologies. But uh, anyway, I don't. I, I doubt very much that anybody listening to this show can really... I don't know. Maybe there is somebody out there that remembers Planet Hollywood down in Easton from oh, I'm way sure back. They do. Yeah, yeah, if anybody listens oh. to us, or they've so. been to one because they were all over the place at one. Well, time, that's so. true. That's true. So, okay, so that's it for the travel segment. We'll be back with some so cool an, attractions. An interesting, actually, an interesting little tidbit we're going to talk about after this. So we'll be right back. Okay, so yeah, I forgot that we were going to add this little segment in. This is kind of like a halfway segment between travel and our normal attractions of what we talk about. And this came about because Doug found an article, and why yeah. don't you just start it off uh, here? I found this article actually on the Daily Disney. It's through the Orlando Sentinel. And uh, I just basically called it sneaking into Discovery or onto Discovery Island. And... Uh, I just want to read you. This is off of a guy's Maybe. blog, and I'll tell you what it is when I get to the end of this. I'm going to read you the first couple paragraphs out do, of his blog. Do you want to tell him what Discovery Land is, or Discovery, yeah, Discovery Island, Island is first? Basically, was an island. Uh, it's kind of set what in the middle. Well, bef- roughly in the middle of between, like let's say, the resorts like Polynesian into the into Bay Lake, uh-huh. and uh, it used to be used for. I don't know what they use it for. Well, I mean, it used River to be, Town used to be there, the water park. Yeah, it was like before they had water parks, it was kind of like the old school uh, version of maybe like some water parks and some attractions. But it was a separate island in the middle of the lake, and it's still there now. And they just, you know, you'd get a water taxi, you'd go there, drop people go there and uh, hang out and do some stuff. And uh, anyway, this is no longer it is no longer an attraction. Which it's closed could, yeah. down, and yeah. that's what this is about. Yeah, so, so I'm go just going to read you a couple paragraphs off of the blog, and the guy's got pictures and stuff on there too, which are really it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, okay, in the, here's what he wrote: In the middle of Bay Lake, deep within the heart of the Walt Disney World property, lies Discovery Island. It is a former wildlife attraction sanctuary that was closed in 1999 and has been left to run wild since. This is the story of my trip there quite a few years ago when I lived in Florida. In the time since, I've learned a few disturbing facts about the lake and as such would not recommend that anyone attempt to retrace our footsteps. I've heard from more than a few people uh, that there are actually alligators that live in the lake, something I hadn't even thought of, uh, assuming this was just some other Disney attraction. Uh, Even more alarming, I've also heard that the main reason Disney closed the adjacent water park is because of the presence of, you know, Naglaria, Naglaria, Fowleri bacteria in the water, which can infect human nervous systems and nearly always result in death. Okay, that's his first couple paragraphs. Now, he goes into describing how they get onto the island, how they had to try it, uh, couple different attempts to get on and, and then this, he takes pictures from the island mm-hmm. that are facing kind of back at uh at the disney park and also just of the island itself now mind you this is at night so they were sneaking around they realized there were some water ferries going back and forth they didn't want to they had to get a rope and they yeah. found out the rope wasn't long enough to pull a boat across and all kinds of there's, crazy there's, stuff there's but, other stuff that you're going to read so mm-hmm. i'm going to give you the uh, address to this it's HTTP uh, colon forward slash forward slash Shane Perez, S-H-A-N-E-P-E-R-E-Z dot blogspot 
com forward slash 2009 forward slash 12 forward slash discovery hyphen island dot html anyway if you go there it's pretty interesting i think the pictures were fascinating yeah i sent it over to adam it's right away cool. and he looked at it and was like this is kind of cool yeah not that i would say anybody should ever try this and when you read it no. you're gonna think yeah it's probably it was a stupid thing for the guy to do but when you see the pictures i thought <laughs> pretty neat actually huh. so. i i i wanted thought of something too the uh the comment about the bacteria in the water i read down farther and they said pretty much that's that's true for almost any body of water in florida well, do you, have, do you so, think that they put rumors but, out there to keep people from trying oh to i'm sure they things? did and of oh. course this guy just didn't even hear the rumors ahead yeah. of time him and yeah. his buddies so they, well it's probably because of the websites and different things the reason that it did get be. there oh, but well. anyway that's kind of cool and one thing that we thought about I mean, some of you may know, and I don't know if we've mentioned this, um, but I know Bob knows. We're big Lost fans, and Lost is, of course, on Disney's uh, ABC. And uh, we just thought, hey, it'd be cool if uh, they decided to create a Lost attraction on this island. And uh, Either that or even really cool. somewhat. And now when I say adult here, uh, I don't mean like adult as far as like adult entertainment. But for uh, people who, are, I don't know, you're a little older. And so you would go over to this island, and, and it would be kind of, even if you had to pay extra to get there, kind of be set apart. Um, I even, I, if anybody, you know, I'll give you an example of what I'm thinking, and that would be like a mysterious island in Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. So just go and look at pictures of it, and you'll kind of get an idea of mm -hmm. what I was thinking. So yeah. anyway, this is some of the stuff that Adam and I talked about. We were, He was even looking at it from Google Earth, and we were trying to figure out, okay, how many acres is this <laughs> yeah. island? And it went very deep. But anyway, that's kind of, you know, that's a little bit off the track. If you read, just read the story on there and look at the pictures. I thought it was fascinating yeah. just to see. How things looked, and he even mm -hmm. talked about how they left the they leave the lights on still. Yeah, at the perimeter of this place, and who knows? I guess just, just make it look like some place that's out there far well, away. Well, I'm sure it's for security reasons yeah, too. I maybe. Mean, well, yeah. so people like him don't get over there <laughs> and take yeah. pictures. So the lights were on really well, so yeah. they could get pictures of stuff. Seriously, seriously. Okay, so uh, do you want to just move right into the traction information? We, we might as well. Yeah. So that's that. just something kind of cool we found, and it was interesting. It has, of course, not really a whole lot to do with anything you could do today, but, it, you know, the boat does go past that area when, if you're going to take the Magic Kingdom ferry across the lake. So you can get a little pictures of it or at least look over and see, hey, there's Discovery Island or what used to be and uh, uh, since then. Of, yeah. Of I think it's just, I don't know, man. It, Brought up all kinds of weird little thoughts. So mm -hmm. go there, oh, check yeah. it out. If you have Google Earth, go there and see if you can find <laughs> it. And then yeah. go, seriously, go read this article. It's a yeah. lot of fun. So Definitely. Okay, so let's go to something that is current to today. And, of course, we want to give a little bit of history behind it and uh, – talk about just what we normally talk about when we talk about an attraction and that is we will play some audio from it um so uh this attraction is called astro orbiter as today's uh, name is called it's in the magic kingdom in tomorrowland and i of course took the audio and wrote it when we were there last july in the summer of 2009 and 
Doug has. We'll just give you a little. Doug has a lot of history first, so we're going to talk about that first. Go ahead. Okay, and this I'm going to first just give you the history of the one that's in Florida at Walt Disney World. Uh, Basically, it says that when the uh, when the park opened in '71, uh, this ride did not exist until 1974, uh, three years after the park's opening date. At that point, Tomorrowland underwent a massive expansion, including uh, the creation of Space Mountain, which is pretty big deal. It was really the creation of uh, uh, Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they put in Space Mountain, a new location for the Disneyland attraction, Carousel of Progress, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, or at that time, I think it might even, what did they call it? It was the, called the People Mover. People mm-hmm. Mover. Wide the Wedway People, way mover. people mm-hmm. mover. Right, at that time. Uh, and of course, uh, Star Jets, which, which, which is is what this called. is, right. is what this um, was called back right. then. And mm-hmm. so Star Jets was considered the focal point, or I think some people call it the weenie. Right. Whenever you, yeah, well, like that's center, that's Walt attraction. Disney's term for right. an attraction, attractive point to the eye to give you a central focusing locating and it, point. It really and is. Yeah. It does. I mean, mm-hmm. especially at night. And I'll throw in here real quick. I, I will have a little bit of video that I can throw up probably on Flickr of it and what it looks like at night. It is really pretty cool. Even this many years later, mm-hmm. I still think the thing was fascinating to just yeah. kind of watch. Well, you can, I think you can argue, argue that the Space Mountain might also be a weenie now today. Yeah. Because when you look at a map, they generally put the Space Mountain mountain there, like the building. And so, but anyway, it is, it is a centrally located part of Tomorrowland and it's got, it's got that unique style that they've, they've got on there that didn't used to be there. So keep going if you want. Okay, this version of the attraction was based on the Disneyland version in both locations uh, on top of the People Mover platform, which was People Mover was at uh, Disneyland. Uh, And in style, uh, they both feature a large Saturn V rocket. However, the attraction vehicles were different from any other previous form as they were both much they were both lar- much larger and featured a flatter back end and larger tail fins each of the 12 open air vehicles uh, was attached to the central axis by a 20 foot arm the vehicles held up to two passengers you want to comment on that real quick <laughs> no we'll do that later <laughs> okay okay held up to two passengers who circled around and around Uh, 80 feet above the ground for a thrilling 90 seconds while controlling their ascent and descent with a metal stick. Uh, This form of the attraction lasted until 1994, and then it went into rehab. Uh, The fate of the original Star Jets attraction is largely largely unknown. At that point in 1994, it was uh, rehabbed along with the rest of Tomorrowland, which was now called the New Tomorrowland, and reopened as the Astro Orbiter in 1994. Uh, the land was now a haven for retro futurism with the 1920s view of the future, though many Disney fans still prefer the original Star Jets ride and theming. The attraction fe- featured a highly sty- stylized ironwork tower in lieu of the central rocket, along with various planets uh, on the outside. This is what I think really looks cool at dark, is the planets on the outside. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the outside of the attraction has to appear as if the rockets were weaving between the planets and guests feel as if they are going much faster than they actually are. The ride at the Magic Kingdom does 11 rotations per minute and averages 1.2 million miles a year. Uh, let's see, in the narration for uh, in the narration for the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the ride is referred to as the League of Planets and Astro Orbiter. There's a good chance that's probably changed. Do you think now, or you think I they've updated that in there? They've updated I have not that, heard so we have no TTA audio. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's it for uh, the information I have, only on uh, on the Disney Disney attraction. Okay. Disney. 
Disney Florida, World. Florida Disney Florida, World. Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you want to talk about any of the other stuff or not? Uh, well, let's go through first of all. Let's we- jump back real quick. I, I want to cover the ride and what you thought of it. Okay. Okay. And I mean, we'll, we'll move I- on to what it's like because uh, it's in all, almost all the other parks okay. around the world. We can hit some of those. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, of course, okay, it says that you can get two people on each ride car. Yeah. I wouldn't say two adults, two grown adults. Uh, so I would say one and a half, and that's just basically because the space, it's in a, uh, what's it called? It's like Space Mountain where you're sitting back to back to each other. So it's got an elongated little hole there. And so you got to sit um, kind of like you're. You're riding a horse is basically what the area that oh, so you got to fit in. Straddling the seat. Okay. So, well, the st- the seat is really far down, so you really only have a cushion, and then there's leg room on either side, and that's the only way ability to get into the vehicle. Um, but the, the basic reason is because if you're too tall or too big, or you're two adults, you probably can't squeeze in uh, in this amount of space. You probably have to ride two pr- two separate cars. I know that from experience because when we originally went up, my wife and I were thinking about riding together and then we realized very quickly that we could not fit in one car together. And so she rode on her own and I rode on my own, which was fine. It worked out, but just keep in mind if uh, you're going to go up and you're thinking about that. And I think the cast members knew that. They just kind of counted for that extra car and just sent us up did, in that. Did it seem really high? I guess the maximum, if you take the arm all the way up, you're 80 feet, right? Yeah, but see, that's relative because when I was thinking, well, technically, the Magic Kingdom is already on the second level because the, the Utilidors are on the first level. And so do they count 80 feet from the I pavement? I not. I mean, it looks pretty high. I okay. think in that video, too, that I Well, got, it probably to is 80 feet from the pavement. So it's technically not 80 feet sea level, 80 feet, but 80 feet from the whole land area. Right. But, yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, it, it is one of the highest places. Actually, I, I didn't even realize either at the time when I filmed the video that you could even ride it. I didn't oh, pay that much really? attention to yeah. it. Yeah. So. But I mean, you can when you're up there, you can definitely see across. You can see the contemporary way over there. Of course, it's not that high. But when you're up, you're almost like right above where. If you look across, you see Space Mountain, and it's the peak of Space Mountain is right there, like the needle that, that points above that. So it is pretty high, and you are above everything else. I mean, you can see the castle. You can you can see over everything. So it's probably around the same height that the uh, old attraction was that took you from Fantasyland, the Skyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe a little higher than that, but anyway, it's uh, definitely a cool view, especially at night. When, and well, in man, fact, the colors yeah. were mesmerizing. That's oh, what yeah. caught me. Did you see the Flickr pictures I put up? So that oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. looked at them. So, so yeah. a couple yeah. of those shots, I there's only two are yeah, were the, from you us get standing. The yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the first thing I thought too. At night, wow, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. So anyway, uh, um, I'm just gonna comment. It's. It's a ride that is definitely family-friendly, but it doesn't mean that all kids will like it. We were with a family, and they didn't want to go up because they said they felt like when they were going, you really felt like you were going to fall out. And this this thing was pretty fast. It's pretty. I mean, it's really yeah. a fairly old attraction. Yeah. Even though it was rethemed themed mm-hmm. in 1994, it's still the basic. I mean, same cars and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, and but I mean the the I don't even know. It's the centrifugal force that basically you feel is, like it's going to throw you. Kind of. No, I don't feel like I fell out or was going to fall out because the heights of the of the thing around you was holding you in. But the fact that you're spinning kind of quick is kind of a little bit of a, like, I don't know, you're constantly going around in circles pretty fast. And, so, and you're high, so it's not like and, you're at a carnival riding close to the ground. Right. And 80 so, feet in the air and getting slung out. Yeah, yeah and you can get, I don't know, if you have problems 
getting dizzy on oh, things. Was, this it, place was it a busy ride? Were there a lot of yeah. people getting on? See, we did it at 12.30 at night for extra magic hours. Okay. And it was still, we had to wait. I think we had to wait like half an hour or and longer. And wasn't Fast Pass available, right? Uh, not when we were there. Okay. It, you know... I it don't didn't say, say anything in the descriptions that I've read. Okay. And usually they'll tell you if it's fast, fast, fast Yeah, because originally... I do know through wheelchair accessibility, you have to be able to get down into it. Yeah. And then getting back out. And well... Those two things could be difficult. It's pretty difficult because you yeah. are standing on the ground and then there's that one, the wing See, that, has that a foot. That reminds me of like yeah. any of the boat rides, like uh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's getting down in. Harder. I would say it's over. harder because you got to get up and over. Yeah. And I'm thinking of Connor who doesn't have the ability to move his legs or stand. Right. And, and so you're helping him, but you're, I mean, yeah. you're pulling because you got to get him up to the first platform. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't have a platform. Right. Yeah. It's so a foothold. That's all yeah. you have. Mm -hmm. This would be hard. So anyway, what I wanted to say is uh, all kids may not like it, but it's definitely a family-friendly ride. And uh, if you're with, of course, if you know, take it as your kids whatever your kids like and you can probably convince them to ride it with you and but if fine, nothing else so. i love just looking at it no oh, seriously yeah. watching the colors of the planets move around definitely it's awesome mm -hmm. okay uh so hopefully that gives enough description there Any, okay so we'll, we'll jump into some of the other parks and what it looks like and what it is there uh it's in california at disneyland mm -hmm. and it's in the disneyland park not over in dca so uh, okay, uh, it is Astro Orbiter. That is what it appears as today in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, its opening date, and that was kind of a reopening date, was in 1998. What was it prior to that, Adam? It was in 1967 to 97. It was Rocket Jets, and before that, in 1956, it was Astro Jets. Okay, so. and the park opened basically in 55, 56. Right. So. Okay. Uh, okay, it's two persons per car, same amount of duration time. Uh, the total height, though, is 26 feet. And the track height is 35 feet, so it sounds like it's different there. It rides on a track mm -hmm. instead of an arm, which is, yeah, that's interesting. I, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. You can find something on YouTube. See, I don't know all the information about the others. We only went to this one, but, um, yeah, there are all the other ones are a little different. But it, what is unique is that there is one version of this at every park, it right. seems like. Yeah, so. You know what it's like? Uh, they build the parks everywhere around the world, and they look somewhat familiar, but they're all just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. They're changed, and so they did the same thing. Like Space Mountain, this. really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, and even if you go into Pirates of the Caribbean in each park, any of those rides, yeah, they're all a little <laughs> different. Well, I don't know if they're everywhere, are they? Uh, yeah, they're in da yeah, they're in Paris. I, you know what? I don't know if they're in Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. They might be, and I could be wrong. I know they're in Paris, and I know that they're obviously in California and Florida. Mm -hmm. right. So, And I know that I've heard audio and stuff from each one of those, and I've heard descriptions, and they're all different. Yeah. From each other. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, you have anything Paris. else to say on? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and jump into Paris. In Paris, uh, they don't have a Tomorrowland. They have a Discovery Land, and there's a long story behind that. But anyway, it's called the Orbitron, and that's all I know about that. It's you know, course, Paris sounds like, different. too, yeah, it's Discovery Land was, uh, Tomorrowland would be more futuristic, and in Discovery Land, they designed it as Discovery Land, and they used more of the European themes of, like, Jules Verne mm -hmm. and Da Vinci and stuff like that, which would obviously not futuristic right but uh, old stuff I, but I it's based on this. discovery which is right. a good yep. good name which is so. pretty cool yeah which mm -hmm. is somewhat close to what they did in tokyo disney sea mm -hmm. a lot of it's designed that way okay so we'll speaking of tokyo we'll jump into tokyo it is star jets in uh, tokyo disneyland uh, its opening date was april 15th 1983 i believe that was the opening of the park, park. Mm -hmm. yeah uh i assume it's probably somewhat basically the same so I'll just jump over into Hong Kong. It is called Orbitron. 
in Hong Kong? I don't know. That's what yep. I have here. We had a little discussion about that before. It's vehicle type there. It's not a rocket, but a flying saucer. Vehicle capacity is 48. Cars per vehicle is 12. And guests per car is 4. Um, is that I think that's, that's about it that I have even. Yeah, for all of them. Okay. So just to kind of give you a feel, obviously, if you're near those parks, you can go check out those versions of this attraction. And I think that's really what kind of makes this attraction a little bit different than any others, because not everywhere do you get to experience such similar attractions well, across the world. A lot of these world, kind of attractions so. are indoors. Mm -hmm. They're always like, you know, I mean, they're built indoors. And this one is outside. Yeah. It's kind of, it reminds you somewhat of a carnival kind of themed ride, but of course it's done much better mm -hmm. with the theme. Well, especially with around. the new Tomorrowland feel that they have now. The right. old one looked kind of like 70s style for yeah, the Saturn yeah, V rocket and stuff. But yeah. yeah, the new one is definitely cool and fits in with what it's, it Tomorrowland looks like right now. So, Okay, okay so, so I think... We, we do have some audio, right? Yes, we should play some audio and it's... Uh, I don't want to say... I'm not going to um, play the whole thing. I'm going to cut some different pieces together and at least play. Obviously, when you're up and you're going around in circles, there's not really much noise there but the wind blowing in your face. Yeah. But it is kind of cool to hear the little Tomorrowland music when you're boarding and the guy announcing, you know, pull on your thing and this makes you go higher. And, of course, there's a Spanish word to say, stay seated and all that stuff. Um, but then... What happened is we were trying to figure out, trying to get in the car and do different things. And so I might keep keep some of that stuff in there that you might hear over top of the stuff in the background. But anyway, just a warning. I might be talking in it in the middle of it. It's not like a blank attraction that you <laughs> warning, just hear the warning. audio. Warning, warning. Anyway. Not that I'm saying anything yeah. vulgar because I don't speak like that anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> So let's just let you enjoy the interaction and then we'll come back in a bit and talk a little more. Thanks. All right, guys, good night. Everybody's attention real quick, you guys. There's only one seatbelt. Seatbelt must go around everyone in the rocket. Bigger pilots are in the back. Small pilots are in the front. Please have the bigger pilot in the back board first, and then the smaller pilot board second. Two directions. I'm in the back. You're in the front. Scoot up a little. Attention, all pilots. You can get in that one. Remain seated with your seatbelts fastened, keeping your hands, Go to that arms, one. feet, Sorry. and legs inside. Here. And please supervise younger pilots. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado con el cinturón de seguridad ajustado y mantenga sus manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro del cohete. Cuide a los pequeños pilotos. Gracias. <laughs> ship fly higher, pull back on the control lever in front of you. To descend, just push the control lever forward. Thank you. Pilots, prepare for liftoff.
Jeez. This is fast. Holy cow. So if you don't want to ride that ride, I understand it's a long line for not having a really, really fun attraction. But definitely go check it out the next time you're there, especially at night. Just take a gander when you're in Tomorrowland. Just look up there and just kind of watch it go around a couple times. Think about times. all the people who've thrown up out of it while they're spinning around and around. <laughs> no, that would be don't me. think the about it. The only reason why I think uh, that is because, yeah, I don't do well with spinning around and around. So, eh. yeah, I may not have. It'd be a long minute and a half for me probably. Excuse me, uh, sir, yeah. can I have another turkey leg? Because I just lost yeah, mine. Yeah, I lost mine. <laughs> Do you have barf bags before I get on this uh, attraction? Uh, Hand that to the uh, cast member on your way out. Wow. Anyway. No, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm glad I could leave you with that. Yeah, thanks. All right, so... Uh, so what are we doing next week, Adam? Events <laughs> next week. I don't know what we're doing next week, but next week not the week that this show releases but the next week you'll be in washington dc we will be having a little bit of twitter conversations live and having some stuff out there so people could follow if they want won't quite be as robust as what we've done in disney before i don't think no nah. but not unless i get in the midst of some big protest and it's fun so. yeah who knows? The only re you don't care about the attractions and the fun vacation things. No, you just want to catch the protesters I care to see in action. All the crazy people jumping around uh, and acting like crazy. So yeah, yeah, that, that's my entertainment. Have um, you ever been to DC before? I've driven through it. Oh, so you've never yeah. really been there? Oh, yeah, okay. I drove through it. I went to Arlington Cemetery and then I was moving on from there. Okay, so. But you're gonna check out. The, there's a whole itinerary. In fact, yeah, there's about 27, 26 different attractions and so Adam's going to have that and who knows who I'm, knows what we'll come up with I'll probably put those up on Twitter the, maybe the day he's there of course that's in a week or two and there's uh, a good chance happens, maybe I'll send some pictures back and maybe Adam if he gets a chance maybe can post put a few it up. of those sure yeah because I can post a lot of stuff as far as twit pics and stuff like that but they don't always look so good especially you know if I do them over my phone but I'll probably try to I'll send some over we'll okay. do something like that and after that, actually probably around that week, Star Wars Weekends will be starting up shortly, and so we wanted to give you some attractions on that. We have not really covered Star Wars except for the Star Wars Star Tours attraction, and uh, but we're going to do some some different things uh, related to that as far as playing some audio from when we've done it. Kind of get in you the into shows. the vibe yeah. of what's going to be happening there. Definitely. The and craziness that is. Star Wars weekend. Yeah, you were there oh, right man. in the midst of it. So. Yeah, just be prepared. And all the blazing hot glory of it. Blazing so. hot mm -hmm. and just wall-to-wall -wall people. Just when you hit the parks, if you're going there, just run to the other side of the park. <laughs> Go over to, like, Pixar or, you know, get over to Toy Story Mania or something because 
And then you just, oh, I can go into it later. Man, there's yeah. just people walking around in these full-on costumes. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just well, that's what it's it's so about. hot so, there, yeah. though. And I'm thinking, how can you take it? <laughs> I don't know. It's what Star Wars Weekend is all about. Yeah, so. yeah dehydration, yeah. passing out. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Uh, I did want to say one thing. We said we'd have an announcement this week. Well, obviously we don't. So uh, just stay tuned. We're still working on things. But uh, anyway, just wanted to say that, not yeah. to leave this. We'll get it out there when it happens. Yeah. And I didn't. we don't want to do that to market ourselves and be deceiving or anything by all means. It's just something we thought was exciting and didn't quite get to that point yet. So anyway, not. it's not in our control. We'll just say that. So Right. Okay, well, anything else you want to say? That's it. That's it. All right. You heard it here, folks. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, Have a good week, and we'll talk to you on May the 3rd. Yep. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Sorry. I was a little scrunched. I was a little scrunched. Yeah, look at this. Well, it's nice to know we can both fit in one. <laughs> I seriously could not. Oh, I this is awesome. He had to kind of spin your pictures to the floor.